So let's dig in a little bit more to this Joe Biden press conference. I mean, I, I, you shouldn't have to watch such a thing. I'm, I'm here for you, my people. I am here for you. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. An absolute pleasure, as always, as always, to be with you. Joe Biden wants you to know that everything's going great and his administration has been just an absolute dream come true. And for the first time in a long time, this country's working people actually got a raise, actually got a raise. People, the the bottom 40 percent saw their income go up the most of all those got a raise. Yes, but the real wages have not kept up with inflation. Everything costs more. And we know this because while retailers or e-commerce retailers uh, took a, a record $204 billion in, that was because prices went up. So it's not like they made more money. People just spent more to get the same things. Now, the second challenge we're facing are prices. COVID-19 has created a lot of economic complications, including rapid price increases across the world economy. People see it at the gas pumps, the grocery stores, and elsewhere. So here's what we're going to do. A critical job in making sure that the elevated prices don't become entrenched rests with the Federal Reserve, which has a dual mandate, full employment and stable prices. The Federal Reserve provided extraordinary support during the crisis for the previous year and a half. Given the strength of our economy and the pace of recent price increases, it's appropriate, as the federal chairman, Chairman Powell, the Fed Chairman Powell has indicated, to recalibrate the support that is now necessary. I respect the Fed's, the Fed's independence, and I've nominated five superb individuals to serve on the Federal Board of Governors, men and women, from a variety of ideological perspectives. What in the world does the business on Midwest Main Street do right now about the cargo ships outside of Los Angeles that aren't getting unloaded? No one cares who you nominated. They care what you get done. Don't brag to people. You got nothing to brag on. What does Midwest Main Street do today? That's the question. Joe Biden's press conference started with this lovey-dovey kind of talk. And then the questions began. And it went uh, downhill quick. We've seen the grit and determination of the American people this past year. But the best days of this country are still ahead of us, not behind us. Now, I'm happy to take questions. Yes. Thank you, Mr. President. I know some of my colleagues will get into some specific issues, but I wanted to zoom out on your first year in office. Inflation is up. Uh, Your signature domestic legislation is stalled in Congress. In a few hours from now, the Senate, uh, an effort in the Senate to deal with voting rights and voting uh, voting reform legislation is going to fail. COVID-19 is still taking the lives of 1,500 Americans every day. And the nation's divisions are just as raw as they were a year ago. Did you overpromise to the American public what you could achieve in your first year in office? And how do you plan to course correct going forward? Holy crap. You know, a lot of people were discussing that the press did a really bad job in this press conference. And I would always argue that that's arguable. You can find things you like and find things you don't. 
then you can find things like, okay, that's nuts. And I think there's a fair amount of that to find in this press conference. But that's the first question out of the out of the uh, gate there. Why are you such an optimist? What a thing. Were you over-optimistic? Did you over-promise to the American people? And Biden's response is, well. Going forward. Why are you such an optimist? Look, I didn't over-promise. But I have probably uh, outperformed what anybody thought would happen. Now we could take a break. Everybody, you know what? I should have warned you. I apologize. I should have told you this was coming. I probably outperformed what anybody thought would happen. You're right. We thought it would be much worse. Much, much worse. Now, as for the voting rights, which, of course, went down in flames, and it wasn't voting rights. It was about Democrats trying to steal the rights of the people. It was about Democrats stealing the voting rights of the people. That's what failed. Failed to change the filibuster, failed to make other changes to the filibuster. But Chuck Schumer, as I said, we discussed it yesterday, wanted people on the record on this vote so they could use it in midterms. They believe that this is a winner conversation. It is not. But they believe it, but they have nothing else, so they had to do something, so they did this. I can appreciate that. They don't have anything they can run on. It's like the Indiana Democratic Party. What are they going to run on? What are they going to run on? The one Democrat I applauded yesterday was engaged in a tax cut conversation. Well, that's not a Democratic policy initiative, but I was just happy to see it. I'm surprised Republicans voted against it. But let's get back to Joe Biden, who refers to himself as a uniter. He's going to unite the country. Actually said the country was more united, as if you believe that. And listen to his answer about this uh, voting bill that just failed last night after the press conference. And that's what I'm going to be spending my time doing in this off-year election. You mentioned Republicans and reaching out to them. Some Republicans who may be open to major changes on voting rights, for instance, like Mitt Romney, he says he never even received a phone call from this White House. Why well, not? I like Mitt Look, Mitt Romney's a straight guy. He's uh, And uh, one of the things that we're doing, I was trying to make sure we got everybody on the same page in my party on this score. And I didn't call many Republicans uh, at all. The fact is that um, there, I, I do think that Mitt is a serious guy. I think we can get things done. I think I, I predict to you to get something done on the electoral reform side of this. But um, rather than judge what's going to get done and not get done, all I can say is I'm going to continue to make the case why it's so important to not turn the electoral process over to political persons who are set up to deliberately to change the outcome of elections. So first things first, he never called a Republican to try and get him to, to explain himself and try and get them on his side. Never did it. No outreach whatsoever. But what he just said there, the discussion of how important it is to change these voting rules. Is Joe Biden just undermined future elections, which I'm told is what Trump is doing and what is so wrong. I want you to hear it for yourself. 
you decide. Thank you, Mr. President. Speaking of voting rights legislation, if this isn't passed, do you still believe the upcoming election will be fairly conducted and its results will be legitimate? Well, it all depends on uh, whether or not we're able to make the case to the American people that some of this is being set up to try to alter the outcome of the election. That is the president of the United States, the sitting president of the United States, telling Americans not to believe election results if they don't go his way. An impeachable offense, right? That's what we were told. Joe Biden just told America not to trust election results if they do not go his way, his party's way. That's obscene. And it's exactly where this progressive party is at. 